it didn't listen to me. It walked out of the thicket, it turned around and looked at me. They looked up and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of the tree and started running away. And suddenly they're right in front of the car. He slams on the brakes and manages to stop and he's skidding because it's not quite, you know, um, gravelling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell them panicking, they're like ripping up thing. Their, their, their face is like twitching. to Bigfoot Society, a podcast where we focus on cryptids, the strange, and the unexplained of this world. If you've got a story or something weird to share, send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support this show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And now, on with the show. Oh, all right. Welcome to... uh... Strange stories with Jeremiah Byron. Man, there's there's eight of, of you already hanging out. I am loving it. Tonight is going to be crazy. Uh, who do we got? So real quick, um, if you listen to Art Bell back in the day, he did have a rule or two. I am going to put a, a rule into play. Um, the rule is that, so first, this is uh, Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. If you have something uh to share story-wise bigfoot cryptid weird ufo strange stuff call on in i'll go over the number in a minute but the rule is you gotta keep clean language uh two reasons and i'm not saying anything bad about you know the last episode it's it was a great episode but keeping it clean for two reasons um one there's a lot of like my show kind of has like a family, um, a lot, of, like a lot of like, whatever you get, you get it, you get it. I'm the, I'm the cryptid dad. But the main reason is I don't know where this is going to go in the future. And it would be nice to have a backlog that's not full of uh, F-bombs in it so that I could use it, you know, uh, maybe in a variety of different places. So rule is if you're going to call in, you can't use uh, the swears. Sorry, that's the way it's going to be. Art Bell style. Um, 10 people. Let's, let's, uh, other than that, I love you guys. Um, but let's, uh, shout out who we got in the chat today. Long Island Bigfoot. Ayo, good to see you, man. Mitzi, woo woo, sipping on margarita. There you go. Ashers, let's go. Good to see Ashers. Patrick McFarland, hello, present. Davis Adams, ready to rock. Oh, yeah. Ashers, I'll do better. Ashers, you're the best. Um, oh, uh, here's a reminder. If you're on Facebook, make sure that you click on the link where you can accept that Facebook and StreamYard can see who you are. Because uh, right now, I just see that Facebook user said, what's up, brother? Um, but I'm glad you're here, uh, Facebook user. Uh, Daniel Thorndike, woo, what's up, man? And we got Alan Lasseter, what's up? And we got Patrick Vaughn. Oh, darn. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people have been digging the Patrick Vaughn episode from a few back. So glad to have you in the chat, Patrick. 
Uh, and speaking of past episodes, we got Sharon from uh, Vancouver Island episode. Uh, a lot of people are, of course, fans of that. So let's go over it. Um, the way that this works is uh, I have a call-in show, Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron, uh, every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you have the ability to call on in and share your strange story uh, live on YouTube. It is recorded for the podcast. And who else? Uh, there's the Bigfoot Society podcast and uh, Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron podcast. If you want to just hear this stuff. Everyone go uh, subscribe to that. Also, subscribe to this channel uh, and hit the bell icon so you don't miss out on any future episodes. But let's get down to it. If you've got a story, call on in 515-809-0165. I don't have LaCroix tonight, but I do have uh, H2O with me. Oh, it's so good. It's so good for you, too. But, uh, yeah, uh, the way that this show goes is sometimes we get calls right off the bat. Sometimes we have to drag it out, and uh, and we get a great call at the end. Like Sharon calls in from Vancouver at 943, but we drag it out. We drag it out all the way. And that is fine because we're just hanging out in the, uh, in the comments. Um, and we got a lot of people hanging out, but also if you have a friend in mind, think of a friend right now that has a crazy story or a weird story that needs to share it, send that message to the friend, say, Hey, you need to call into this guy. Strange stories with Jeremiah Byron right now. He's he's this weird dude, but he's cool. He he uh, spends three nights a week doing this old school call-in show, Art Bell style. But hey, you can call 515-809-0165. And I do it. I do it because I do it for you guys. And I do it because it's fun too. But I do it for you guys because I know a lot of people do enjoy this. Uh, and I appreciate you all being here. And it's kind of become a thing where like, you know, if, if work is getting you down or whatever, you kind of you have this so you can kind of chill out um, you can kind of kick back. You can have a, a water or a margarita like Mitzi's doing. Uh, it's kind of like I used to do this with um, uh, I used to watch Dignation back in the day. I don't know if anyone remembers Dignation, but like they used to just talk about the news uh, and like drink beer. Um Let's see. What do we got in the chat? Uh, we should get a radio show going on. Daniel, I love I love how you have amazingly huge ideas, but who knows what it could turn into. And that's why I'm like, you know, we got to keep the language clean just in case. Uh, Patrick McFarlane says, I'll, I'd call, but I'm shy. Hey, dude, take that step and call on in. 515-809-0165. Mitzi's saying, don't be shy. Mitzi's called in twice, and she's had some really, really fun stories. She's talking about uh, the weird woods of uh, Stephen State Forest in Iowa, and then some, like, orb she saw in a farm area down in Indianola, Iowa. That's weird stuff. So even if you think the story is, like, you know, not super cool, or like you feel shy about your uh oh, rut row. Call. Hi, caller. 
Hey, how are you? Good. Uh, this is Jeremiah, uh, Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. This is live on YouTube and recorded for the podcast. How's it going, man? Good, good. This is uh, Mike from Long Island Bigfoot. Oh, my goodness, dude. Yeah. What's up? I know I've said a few times, like in the past, I would... I'll tap in, I'll tap in, and then, you know, so I wanted to kind of, I wanted to kind of stand up to my word there, but, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't really have anything, like, specific off the top of my head, but, like, um, I don't know, do you want, like, the strangest story, or? Let, let's, like, let's, yeah, let's, uh, it, do you, if you have any strange stories, go ahead, throw one out. Um, I, I, yeah, I do have one that's a okay. little, it, it, it's, it's traumatizing, but it, I just have to categorize it as the strangest. Um, okay, as long as you're cool with it. If you're cool with it, then we'll yeah, go yeah, for yeah. it. I mean, right. I've, I've, spoke, I've spoke on it before, but it does. You know, this actually makes right. it a little easier because I can't see myself. Like, yeah, exactly. The time that I told it, I was, I was, you know, on StreamYard, and I could see myself going through the emotions. So this might make it a little easier. Okay. Um, so... I, you know, it's no secret. Obviously, I go uh, mostly on Long Island. I also go into Catskills now, too, for the past year. But, um, you know, Long Island, I do the suburban Sasquatch thing. I go into the Pine Barrens, all these different areas of the woods out in, you know, eastern Long Island. And, um, you know, this one particular place is uh, is where I frequent uh, the most. And there's uh, these these old, like federal buildings if you will without giving location it's it's an old like big big hospital grounds very yeah. very widespread with um with tunnels underneath that, there, so there's a sub basement to the tunnels that we know of um and anyway so the woods are all around this place and and uh it's a very very it's very weird because some of it's on federal land some of it is a uh, public uh, mountain biking area and then also some of it falls into people's backyards uh, in some areas like and it spreads out in very very many different areas and it's it's it just goes all the way around this big federal hospital and um this one particular spot i was i was off trail i wasn't on a trail in particular and i was uh looking for signs of sasquatch and things to that effect and I've had plenty of luck in this area before but um this particular spot uh the it's a, it's a two-part two different day scenario so this particular day was a doom and gloom kind of scenario very overcast but it was the middle of the day uh but very overcast very you know close to rain without rain you know dark clouds dark skies sometimes animals will you know, on these days, like, like, you know, kind of come out and nocturnal animals, things, they get confused with the, you know, with the weather and things. So I don't know if that had anything to do with this particular thing, but um, I can only categorize it as what I can find on the internet. And the best thing I can categorize it as would be a crawler oh, snap. or, or, or rake or something to that effect. I'll, I'll give a description of this thing on day one and then on day two. Um, so this first time I saw it, it it was a pale humanoid, uh, very very lanky looking, probably about six foot, six and a half foot, low to the ground, but still standing, kind of hiding and 
uh, lurking, watching me, very curious, but very not, didn't look very sure of itself, but inquisitive and, and didn't look strong. It looked kind of weak, if you will. Uh, but it, it was out there and it, for whatever reason, it, it was, it decided to flee and it went into this, like, what's kind of a cave, but it's not, it's a big opening of rubble that goes to the underground of this big hospital area. And I'd imagine that's where it dwells is down there somewhere in the sewers, whatever the case may be. Um, so I, I did not like that. I did not go back to this area for quite a long time, but as somebody, as a, as a, as a combat veteran, go went through a lot of trauma and PTSD. I, I know that to go through trauma, you got to kind of go through it. Uh. So what I, so reluctantly I, I had returned to that spot, uh, at a later date, uh, and, and another time and another time and nothing happened. And I guess I got complacent to an extent, um, and started to forget, uh, not forget, but forget a little bit. And, uh, you know, out, out of sight, out of mind, maybe. Um, and then on another day, similar to the first one, there was an overcast, very dark doom and gloom type scenario. Um, this thing, this thing appeared again, and um, it was stronger than the first time I saw it. It was stronger. It was. It was, it was standing more upright. It Ooh. looked more muscular. It had. I could see. I could almost see the blood coursing through its veins. The veins were like its muscles were pulsating. Its veins were pulsating. Like it, it looked like the veins sat. They were like three or three maybe colored veins like different colored veins like purple blue and red but they it's like they sat on top of its muscles and um it just looked like more stronger and more more confident and more intent on um locking in on me this time rather than locking in on running to that hole or whatever it was um i just call it the rain cave because i don't uh. know um so i had just come from where it is standing at this point and i had to there was a lot of down trees and and things to that effect and thorns and you know i had to it took me about 20 minutes to get the 100 yards that were between us because i had to like i remember there was one tree i actually had to like roll over it uh, you know, I had to like roll my back onto it and roll over it because it was so big. And then uh, there was thorns, you know, picking them out of me and whatever. I kept getting stuck. So it took me a while to get from the point where it was standing to where I was standing. So that's important in this next part because it lunged forward. Oh. And started to, yeah, yeah. Well, and <laughs> it started to progress very rapidly. Uh, I remember at one point it, there was these two like maybe they were ferns I don't know some some kind of saplings maybe uh, they were thinner trees but it, I remember it grabbed them and used them almost like a like rubber band like 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 if, like if you would put a slingshot uh -huh. in you know big slingshot in it, it grabbed those and pulled itself forward like 
at, you know, Ooh. to lunge through. Uh, like it ran on all fours and then pulled with, at the same time, pulled itself through like a frog would weep. Yeah. Um, and, and it was clearing all of this brush in a matter of seconds where it just took me a matter of many, 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 many minutes. <coughs> like it was nothing. Um, and I remember my reaction was kind of, uh, well, damn, I guess this is it. Uh, yeah, this of, is it. I, I, yeah, I didn't, I like, it wasn't, people are like, oh, did you get out? Did you get out of your gun? Did you get out? You know, and I don't carry, but people are like, did you get out your gun? You know, what'd you do? Did you start to run? I, no, I was just like, well, nope, there it goes. You know, like, this is just it, huh? And I know it sounds stupid, but the, when I, I, I guess my assessment of this thing was that I couldn't put up a fight. Now you're talking to a combat veteran who's, you know, been to war. And, you know, I, I know how to put up a fight, you know, and, you know, combatives tournaments and trained in all sorts of stuff. Like, no, I was just, I just accepted defeat, which is not something a soldier does, but that's what my, that's what my mind, I guess, processed. Just, no, you know, and, um, you know, and, you might say, oh, why didn't you run? You know, my only options were all that thicket that I'm telling you about uh, that took me a lot of time to go through. And then to my other side was this huge hill. And uh, yeah. it, it always took me a lot to get up that hill. Like I would always slide back down. I would, uh, you know, I'd have to get on all fours and kind of like dig my fingernails into like into the earth or like find roots somewhere and like, you know, really hope they didn't fall out and, you know, you know, I would fall back down and stuff like that. So it it really just didn't seem like an option, I guess. Um, anyone who knows me knows that I have a relationship with a Sasquatch in particular. I call him Bubba. Okay. So here's where things get a little weird. Oh, we're not to the weird. Like that was, that was not the weird part (laughs) that the whole like rake stuff. That's like, whatever. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. Keep going. Okay, here's where it gets a little more weird. I suppose. All right, all right. Um, uh, so, brother, now I'm accepting defeat, basically. So, sure. Now, Bubba shows up, and I have no idea where he came from or what happened or how he got there. This ten foot behemoth that he is, and he's a gentle giant. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But he is now next to me, and I can see out of my peripheral that he is there. And I oh wow. Up and I look up and he looks down kind of out of his, out of his peripheral yep. and look back towards this thing, bull charging. And he lets out this, this, what I can only describe as a sonar scream. Okay. Like how a dolphin, like how a dolphin would like, like, but yeah. without, you know, without separation, like, like just this sonar scream. And it's like, it's like it had a, like velocity like you like if you could if you could see sound it would be like a 50 cal round hit this thing in the chest it's like it spun him off his feet and made him instantly i call it a him but made this thing instantly turn its direction and scamper and haul right into that thing Mm. and he as it ran he kept directing this vocal after him 
as if to keep him like shooing in that direction. And so after, um, I'm kind of speeding it along. I'm sorry. Like I, I tend good. to do this because it's so, because it is so traumatic and I know it's just out there, but, um, so, so what I can only imagine now is after this thing was gone into that hole, he, he continued to do like a back and forth with that same loud pitch. Uh, almost what I would imagine is like he was clearing the area or the whole area, maybe possibly of negativity or something like you would sage your home or something. Sure, sure. This is just speculation. I don't know what the purpose right. is. Um, and, and mind you, he's screaming so loud and I know how loud this is because I can hear, but at the same time, it's right next to me, but it's not hurting my ears. I don't know how to explain that to this day. I don't get that. I, I I don't understand how it didn't bother my ears at all. So that's what makes me think it was some, somehow like, uh, a guided directed thing. Sure. Because um, I can hear the sound as loud as anything, but it's right next to me, but it's not affecting me. Um, can't really explain that. Now, mind you, I just told you, it was kind of like now I'm like looking up at him in amazement, and he kind of looks down at me like, get out. Like, uh-huh. you know. And, uh, you know, I don't know how I knew, but that's what he was trying to tell me. He didn't vocalize it or what, but he was like, I knew he was trying to mimic or, you know, or, or say to me, go, just get out. So my options is again, I'm not going that way. So I go up the hill. So I go to get ready to do that, like awkward climb up the hill. Right. And again, again, strange stories, right? I don't know how to explain this part, but it felt like somebody put an escalator under me. Really? And I just, and I just floated up that hill. Whoa. With the ease, like I didn't have to put in a single piece of effort to get to the top, and I was just at the top, mm. and like almost like uh, like a giant hand came under me, picked me up under my feet or something, and just put me up there. You know, like that's I, I and again, I can't explain it. Um, wow. <laughs> I didn't black out or anything. I was I was conscious, but it just it, it I just don't know how I was I ended up from there to there, you know what I mean? I wonder if it was Bubba somehow. Yeah, I mean again, I you know, it's um it's something I can't explain. Um, uh, you know, it at least in our terms, um I could just kinda recall what I saw mm. and what I experienced and but as far as making sense out of it, I don't, I don't have money answers. And the first off, that is, that is an amazing story. Uh, Mike, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that man, I can see how that would be hard for you to share that. Um, the rake creature, the crawler, my goodness, dude, you didn't say exactly where this location is. You said, Catskills or Long Island, right? Ish. This was um, this was on Long Island, yeah. You're saying creatures like that are on Long Island? Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude! How did they get there? Well, that's yeah, wild. Well, yeah, I mean, I can only you know i I can only boil 
like I could bring it back to like my first encounter with Bubble was, you know, uh, I, in a nutshell, I had been planning a trip to the Pac West at the time, and I I had been healing from my trauma overseas and sure. addiction and all these things, and I had a brain injury from you know IEDs over there mm. and things like that. So I was an empty shell. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, while I was healing and getting all these, you know, getting better in many ways, I, I was pretty hopeless and like, you know, really at ground zero with myself. And uh, I think that was his opportunity to kind of step in and show himself. And, uh, uh, you know, wow. I can only speculate, but, you know, sobriety was available. So sure. I was available, uh, you know, a very, very, uh, like a very very fresh start on all levels like you know maybe even the tbi kind of like reset something uh. you know um i don't know i can only speculate but uh yeah when he showed himself to me i, I you know i i i was on board with you too like they're not here you know <laughs> it's crazy dude but i mean you saw him it's wild do you think have other people seen that creature there or Yes, now, now, not him in particular, but like, um, yeah, since I've started this, you know, journey and putting it out in the public and stuff, I've had people come forward and really you know, say that they've had, they've had sighting encounters here. And then I, I started to realize that, you know, uh, some of the same areas I'm doing is, was Jeff Meldrum's first areas and stuff like that. And, uh, there's been other researchers before me that just haven't, you know, didn't have the same platforms that we have now. And, mm. uh, you know, Montauk was one where there was frequent sightings of Junior in the Sasquatch. Um, you know what? Uh, Synchronicity Asher's in the chat just said, food for thought, Montauk is very close by and that's where Camp Hero is, just as you were starting right. to say that. Yeah, well, yeah, nothing's by coincidence, isn't Yeah, that's you wild, know, but dude. I do look at if you look at Plum Island and uh, Camp Hero and mm. uh, and then um, Brookhaven Labs, they form this like triangle. And I don't know if that means anything, but uh, they're all pretty close to each other. And then, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of high strangeness that happens around wow. here that just gets quickly covered up. You know, the 92 crash, the UFO crash in South Haven Park, people said they saw something like a, Brookhaven Labs, something come from there to shoot it down. Really? You know, there's a lot that goes uh, that goes on. Wow. From this, I mean, you're experiencing stranger things for real, is what it sounds like out there. Well, you know, it, yeah, you know, it's 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 funny too if you uh, if you go there, like there's. Uh, a bunch of electrical trucks and shit in there too. And like, for what? Like, what are you guys still doing here? Like, why right. is there so much? Activity? Why? Why is there so much activity here still? Mm. You know, and, and anytime, you know, anytime something gets opened or broken into, like it's covered up right away. And, you know, there's little strange facts that people don't know. Like the people in Montauk, like, you know, they don't own, they don't own the land underneath their, their feet really like under their feet. yeah like they don't own that land like that's the only place on the island where that's the case because they don't want people digging you know that's nuts yeah and it's not i mean there's places in montana like you know like we're in montana that's like a statewide thing but like 
just Montauk. Like that's the only place that it wow. comes. Wow. And my, my buddy Montauk, is, Montauk is strange is his channel, but Brian Brian Minnick, he does a lot at camp here. He's been he's been going there for years, 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 way before the public park. And he's got so many, so much information about this stuff. You said Brian yeah. Minnick? Yeah, he's a living legend, this guy. He's a he's a great friend of mine. I need to uh, get, I need to look him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I can connect to you okay. if you want, you know. You I would love to talk to him. Yeah, no, he's brilliant, bro. I mean, he's as close as it gets to Stranger Things. Like, he knows wow. more about that than, you know, Peter Moon is the only other person living that knows, you know, about um, as much about what happened there. You know, so. These are guys you so. personally know. Yes, yeah. Wow. That's intense, dude. Mike. I actually just texted Brian and said, what are you doing tomorrow? So okay. <laughs> wow. Dude, I love it. This is amazing. Uh, man, one of, one of the best, one of the most intense stories yet, dude, Mike, thank you so much for calling in. Also, thank you so much for your service to our country. Uh, you went through some, some tough time. I can't even say everything I say is an understatement. Thank you, sir. Uh, thank you for calling in as well, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, brother. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Wow, what an intense first story. If you got any thoughts about that call, go ahead, put them in the chat right now. We'll we'll discuss what did everyone think about that uh that call? Mike calling in Long Island Bigfoot. Uh he's experiencing stranger things for real out there. Saw a rake creature, uh Bubba the Bigfoot. The the guy is the Montauk area, Camp Hero. Holy mackerel, this guy is Mike is seeing the real deal out there. I need to check my phone real quick. Oh. Hold on. I got to call a guy back. <laughs> Miss Patrick. Patrick, hello. This is Jeremiah uh, from Strange Stories of Jeremiah Byron. <laughs> it's live and recorded uh, for the yes. podcast. Sir, I apologize because I just saw that email, and I know you sent it a long time ago, but you're the gentleman from the Van Meter Visitors uh, Festival, correct? Yes. Okay. How's it going? It's going. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. We just had a crazy first call, if you if you heard, uh, with the, the rake creature on Long Island. Mm. I did. Wow. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. That's uh, my, my stories aren't nearly as, as interesting as that, but uh, um, yeah, this, this article that I sent you, uh, my mom did genealogy for years. And uh, after she had passed away, my uh, oldest sister had, you know, inherited all of her information she had and just tucked away uh, in all that information was this news article it has nothing to do with anybody in my family, um, but I found it really interesting. And it's uh, uh, Adair County um, was about a big ape at large. And let's know? let's put in a little bit of background because keep in mind we're lucky enough to know Adair Adair County is, but uh, everyone right. else does not have an idea of what we're talking about. You bet. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. So yeah, it's Adair County, Iowa. Uh, it's 
south uh, southwestern uh, part of Iowa. Um, pretty heavily timbered down that area. Um, so yeah, this this article uh, talks about uh, a husband and wife who went out coon hunting, and they had a couple of their dogs, and uh, they they had an encounter with a large ape-like creature. Um, yeah, they got some uh, uh, some glimpses of it, I believe. Uh, and their dogs were just terrified, mm. just absolutely terrified. Didn't want anything to do with it, and uh, so. Um, yeah, it's just a really, really interesting article. Um, and it's old too, right? Yeah, from the 30s or 40s. That's wild. Right in that area. Yeah. So, um, yeah, judging by the some of the uh, stuff on the back, you know, um, it's it's pretty old. The prices for for things was really cheap. So, but uh, yeah, there was that. And then um, I kind of talked to you at the Van Meter Festival. Um, uh, about an experience I had, uh, not too far from where you're at right now. You had a really cool story. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, there was this old abandoned rock quarry, uh, south of the town that, uh, I grew up in Earl of Iowa. Yep. And, uh, um, it was like a, it was kind of a party place. You know, we used to have keggers and, and do crazy stuff, go swimming down there and rock climbing and stuff. And, um, uh, a friend of mine and his girlfriend decided to go down there one evening and we had a little bonfire and we're just in there we're drinking a few beers and this is like the early 90s like 92 right in that area um and uh we're just in there talking and stuff like this and all of a sudden we had some rocks thrown at us like they were landing like right by our feet you know right in the middle of us and uh you know, we kind of like, what you know, what's going on? Of course, our minds didn't go to, you know, hey, it's Bigfoot or it's, you know, whatever. We're thinking somebody's messing with us. So my buddy and I, we take off. There's this huge lime pile um, close by, and that's the direction we thought it came from. So we went on uh, around this, you know, one one way and the other the other way, and uh, didn't find a thing. Didn't find a thing. Couldn't figure it out. And it happened to us for probably three or four times and we finally said oh, that's enough yeah we got the heck out of there so oh my goodness yeah i mean it, i would like to think that it was some kind of creature throwing rocks at you but even if that's a person throwing some rocks at you it's like you don't want to meet that guy <laughs> well yeah i mean we were we were uh you know we were early 20s or whatever and of course we were um you know, headstrong. We were just, you know, we were, you know, whoever's, whoever's doing that, we're going to take care of business. True. uh, Yeah, that's true. True. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, I don't know. And it took, it took years. Like I said, I, I didn't really develop an interest in, in any Bigfoot or Sasquatch or any of that until later on in life. And then I watching a a show on television and it was talking about, you know, how they like to throw rocks and, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. And then something clicked and I'm like, well, I wonder if that was <laughs> what was uh there you go uh happening to us. So yeah. So anyway, um I really appreciate you taking my call. Yeah, and, you uh, got it. Yeah, I saw I yeah. saw I missed you during the first one, so I had to give you a call back. But uh you, you keep your eyes out, uh keep your eyes open and ears open. If you ever hear anything, you know, in this area, and I'm trying to get established too, 
you know, Bigfoot yes. stuff, you let me know, man. So, well, there's definitely, you know, I'm, I live around Winterset, Iowa now. Oh yeah, there's, yeah, sure. There's, there's stories that, you know, when I was, uh, when I was a kid of Bigfoot sightings, you know, from the seventies and oh, well, 80s, that, exactly. Know, this area, yep. so. it, yeah. 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 Uh, absolutely. Yep. Oh yeah. Seven, late seventies, uh, tons of Bigfoot sightings in, uh, in Iowa, all over the place for sure. So I definitely agree Absolutely. with you. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for calling in. You betcha. Thanks for taking it. And, uh, uh, if you wanted, uh, to see this article in person, you know, I'd be happy to uh, make a copy of it or whatever and, and send it to you. So all right, I'll be in touch, brother. Have a good one. All right. You do the same. Yep. Bye. Great call. Oh man. Uh, Super cool call about 1930s to 40s era ape sighting in Southwest Southwest Iowa. That's awesome. Oh man, I'm I'm pumped that I was able to uh to talk uh to him tonight. Oh, good stuff. Also, I wanted to shout out uh Daniel. <laughs> I had actually forgotten I I had made this up. Uh, you can actually join uh, the YouTube uh, channel if you want to, and you get your uh, you get a cool little uh, emoji next to your name in the chat, which is fun. And I appreciate that, Daniel. Thank you for for joining the uh, channel, Daniel. Actually, if you want to hear an episode with Daniel, it just came out a few days ago. Uh, Daniel's with uh, Blue Room Insight Podcast, which is a super awesome podcast. Check it out. Um, let me make sure, guys. We are we are rocking and rolling tonight. Uh, it's about nine thirty six. We're like halfway through. Uh, we got all sorts of people in the in the chat right now. If you got any thoughts about any of the calls that have come in uh, tonight, um, definitely put them in the chat. We got man, I love Hellbent Hollers here. Unscreened listener listener calls. I know it's 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 a tightrope of fun. Uh, Jeremiah rocking the old school Art Bell open lines vibe. That's that's what I'm trying to do. I appreciate you, Hellbent Holler. Awesome. Thanks for being here. Uh, we got Central Florida Bigfoot. Matt, how's it going? Good to see you, my dude. Um, ah, Through the Den. What's up, man? If you haven't heard the Through the Den episode yet, a few back, it's a good one. Uh, I, I appreciate you. Appreciate you saying he's doing something special. Well, we got a little less than half an hour left, guys. If anyone has a uh, a call, uh, a story to call in, this can be Bigfoot-related, cryptids, uh, UFOs, aliens, strange stuff, weird stuff to happen to you. Uh, the one rule we do have, however, is, you know, if you call in, uh, got to keep the clean language. Uh, no swearing, please, because we don't know where this is going to end up. And I don't want to have to edit all these in the future. So, um, yeah, give, give a call in. And if you've got a buddy uh, that has a story that should be calling in, Go ahead, share this number, 515-809-0165. This is live on YouTube right now. It's recorded for the Bigfoot Society podcast and uh, for the – I have Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. You can find it on Spotify and on um, – uh, I think it's uh, – yeah, it's on Apple right now too. And if you just want to hear the stories, subscribe there. Bigfoot Society, you can hear all of it you can hear stories plus interviews um oh patrick vaughn in the chat matt has proof he just won't share it. funny funny dude all right 
we got 19 people in the chat hanging out guys let me know what you think about the uh what do you think about the calls did you have any thoughts about the calls so far uh let me know and we can discuss about that uh while we're waiting um Hellbent Holler, I'm a uh, guys. If you're not following Hellbent Holler, you need to make sure that you are. Uh, Joe and Jesse are doing some really cool stuff. They got amazing uh, videos where you can uh, see them going out into the land between the lakes area of Kentucky, looking for the dog man. It's intense, and then they got these crazy great calling uh, live shows. I should oh whoa call from. Rex. Hello, caller. Hi. Hi, this is Jeremiah from Strange Stories of Jeremiah Byron, uh, live and recorded for podcast. How's it going? Great. How are you doing? Tonight? Good, good. Um, well, I can't, uh, you know, beat that rake story, but I do have a story I thought I'd worth sharing. And, um, and just... To mention, I do have a website, I mean, not a website, a uh, YouTube page, um, Wasat Sasquatch. <clears throat> this isn't Bigfoot related, but um, it's kind of a odd story I haven't told many people, so I'll just kind of go into it here. Sorry, one <clears throat> more time. What was the name of the page, real quick? Yep, it's uh, Wasatch Sasquatch. Which oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In the forest, kind of wandering yep. around, looking for... Yep. Perfect. I'm familiar with that. Anyway, Very cool. Uh, Thank you for calling in. Yeah, I thought I might as well. I just came across your video here. So, uh, yeah, so this is in the Wind River Range. <clears throat> um, I like to do landscape photography, and so I kind of have visited all the, you know, states around the Utah, Colorado. I did one summer. Um, but anyway, this is in Wyoming. And um, so this is a, you know, 411 David Politis uh, kind of area because the Wind River Range is lots of granite, and he has some stories up there. So anyway, I've... Um, <clears throat> Uh, went to the northern tip of the um, Green, the Wind River Range, and it's the headwaters to the Green River. And so I'm, you know, photo photographing this. Um, I'm interested in an area. It's a square top mountain. You can go on the, you know, Google Maps and look that up. But um, there's a bunch of pioneer cabins there. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat here. Let me sure. Pass one second. Yeah, so it's kind of an end of the day. Um, there's kind of a golden sky. You can imagine. Um, I could even send a link in the chat later, but there's some photos I took. But anyway, you can picture a golden sky, and there's kind of a leaden sky of dark clouds overhead because there's an occasional rumble. And there's I'm here trying to frame this photo, and there's actually a beaver in the water just there, and there's some old pioneer cabins, kind of the remains of them. So anyway, I'm shooting away, and... Um, as I'm, you know, bending down, looking through the viewfinder, something, I'm, I, this is what happened. It felt like something smacked me on the head. I'm just sitting there and there's nothing there. And so I, you know, I'm taken aback and I just, uh, well, um, so I keep, you know, shooting things, but I, I'm in the habit of putting my camera on kind of a three second delay because on a tripod that minimizes the shaking. And uh, so anyway, I step away from the camera to do that as I'm, you know, taking photos. I'll sit there and wait for it, and it and it clicks, and then I come back. On one of these frames, I notice there's a hand in one of my photos, <laughs> and there's no way that my hand was there with that delay that I'm, you know, put on. So, you know, it's kind of 
lights, if I, as I remember it, um, it's kind of, you know, a little bit blurry because it wouldn't be in focus that close to the camera. It wasn't, you know, it was in focus for, you know, infinity out for further out landscape. Anyway, so <clears throat> I, you know, take a few more photos. I wrapped it up pretty quick. I know it will sound like I'm, you know, making this up because I, 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 when I got home, I was still horrified. I deleted that photo. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. But <laughs> anyway, um, so this storm, storm is rolling in, um, and and it's, um, you know, that night I slept in my SUV just, you know, because the next morning I wanted to be there to take some more photos, and I experienced the most powerful lightning storm I've ever been in. And I grew up in Florida where there's all sorts of electrical storms, and it just was nonstop, you know, flashes and thunders and it was quite the you know fireworks that night and so i don't know i've i've heard that you know i guess electrical storms can you know give power to like entities if you know whatever and i guess oh sure so anyway luckily that day i didn't turn to a missing 411 case but uh that's kind of an odd one i've had you know experiences with sasquatch you know just kind of um minor things i've heard them multiple times haven't actually seen one but but, uh, that one is uh stands out in my mind as something uh kind of i wasn't expecting uh really <laughs> so anyway so you had a you had a it. you had a photo where there was a a hand or an arm in it yep close up of a hand it was oh wow you know, kind of, i remember it was kind of pale and uh out of focus and just i don't think it was touching it but it was like it's trying to block the view it seemed like so <sighs> man that is wild dude Ooh, and yeah, that, I don't know. Maybe that's related to the four one one, you know, abductions. But uh, I guess I didn't get abducted. But it seemed like something had some type of power there. <laughs> Dude, that that is uh, anyway. wild, uh, Rex. That man, thank you for sharing that. Do you, so you're you're out in you're out quite a bit looking for Bigfoot out there in uh, Wyoming and all that area. Well, uh, most of the time, uh, since Utah, I'm in Utah, actually. Okay. Um, you know, all my stuff free for Bigfoot is in Utah, I would say. Um, Wasatch Range, that's why I call Wasatch Sasquatches. And then I uh, do the Uintas a little bit. You know, that's more like... Um, oh, you do. Skinwalker Ranches, just Whoa. south of that. And I, I don't plan on going to Skinwalker Ranch, but I've been in the Uintas. And um, I just put in the chat there um that's a photo i was taking you know that i was mentioning you could see the leaden sky and then the golden so anyway that's actually a photo i was framing and put together (laughs) but anyway um yeah and if anybody wants to go on my channel i I had a this fall i i heard something it sounded like a vocalization of sasquatch you can go on there i think it's dated october 15th nice okay Um, i got it's just a really brief kind of a for in a lack of a, I can't impersonate like a bruh or something, something really a lot of bass to it. <clears throat> and yeah. I thought it might be a moose or something, but um, you know, I talked to some people and I said, no, that doesn't sound like a moose. So I put it up there and, you know, I'm not saying it's absolutely Sasquatch, but it's, uh, I don't know, people can judge for themselves. So anyway, that's up there if anybody wants to. That's fascinating. Now I yeah. have, uh, I've always wanted a, a contact that's been involved with uh, Utah and, um, uh, especially the okay. Uinta area, which is very cool. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you heard of or remember um, Nathan Rio. Um, he had a Utah um, Sasquatch YouTube channel, but uh, he, yeah. Um, he's Sounds familiar. Been to um, 
in Walker Ranch, just the ridge overlooking it, not actually the ranch okay. itself, because some other people who own the land up on over the ridge there. That, but anyway, and, uh, keep listening a little longer. But um, Rex, thank you for calling in. I appreciate you sharing your story. Very cool. Okay, well, thank you. Have a great night. Wow, guys, we are having we are having a a crazy uh, Bigfoot Bigfoot themed episode. Really, uh, we got a lot of stuff going on in the chat. I see there's some there's some chat about the uh, silver um, that Bigfoot footage from Tennessee. Um, there's uh, so there's an interesting article on that i want to say on coast to coast am and i'll let you um i'll let you all read that and then kind of analyze the evidence for yourself uh there's some interesting photos that were found in regards to that but um uh i'll let you all do a little bit of uh, digging regarding that guys we have about 10 minutes left still still time for uh for someone to to call in if you've got a uh, a story to share uh already we've had man we've had whew, long island bigfoot we had uh him call in with the rake and bubba the bigfoot we had uh patrick call in from central iowa about the uh ape man of the 30s to 40s we had rex call in uh sharing about who knows what he captured on camera to do with a uh, a hand or a, or an arm of a Bigfoot. Pretty wild. But we got 12 minutes left. Let's see. Who are we going to do a um, – this could be a four-call episode. We've only had one of those. Someone has an episode to uh, to tack on to the great ones we've had so far. Go ahead. Call in 515-809-0165. We got tons of people hanging out in the chat right now. <clears throat> I appreciate y'all being here. We got lots of lots of Bigfoot people in the chat right now. Good stuff. Um, yeah, let me know in the chat what you think of the story so far. If you've got any thoughts of those, go ahead and uh, share about uh, this uh, going on right now in your uh, Facebook groups or discords, wherever. Uh, you can share the 515-809-0165 number uh, with any of your friends that have maybe a story to share. <clears throat> but uh, we're having a good night. We got about 10 minutes. Uh, oh, and um, there's Wasatch Sasquatch in the chat right there. So make sure that you uh, you check out his channel, definitely. Oh, my goodness, we got Connor from bigfoot anon what's up my dude good to see you you know it's a party when bigfoot anon shows up <laughs> dude connor you gotta call in one of these times my man you gotta call in give us a connor story 515-809-0165 um remember we do have call-in shows uh every tuesday thursday and sunday night from 9 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, let's see. So it's Thursday. I'll have one Sunday and then Tuesday. But because of Crypticon, I will be um, 
it looks like de definitely not Thursday uh, and probably not Sunday either, but um, we will see. We will see. Make sure you're uh, make sure you're subscribed to this channel and definitely hit the bell because there might be some interesting things that come up on the channel during CryptidCon. I can't make any uh, can't make any uh, promises, but I, I am going to try. So let's see. Oh, cool. Okay, so Connor just got out of seeing Black pa Black Panther, Wakanda forever. All right, dude. All right, very cool, guys. We're just we're just hanging out here uh, again. If you're listening and watching on the Facebook side, make sure you click that link uh, so that you can uh, so that I can see who it is. Uh, this is a record tonight. I think we got 25 people. Um, I think that's the record. Yeah. I have to look in the analytics. Not that it, not that it matters. We're having a great time. Uh, helping Hollerumis and Crypticon this year. Hope that everyone has a ball. Yeah, it's going to be my first one, so I'm excited. But I'll meet you guys someday, Hellbent Holler. Uh, let me know if you're going to be uh, at Crypticon. Let me know in the chat. And if you see me walking around with a Bigfoot Society shirt on, uh, which Bigfoot Society, of course, looks like this. Make sure you come over, you say hi. I'm not going to have a, a vending booth, but I will. My main uh, point is to be uh, walking around, meeting people, having a good time, kind of enjoying it as a uh, attendee. Guys, we got about eight minutes left. Who's going to be the one that's going to be uh, closing out the night with a final with a final story? Hmm. There's still time. The eight minutes left. Who's going to be that person? Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Squash Watch Network is hanging out. It says, anyone near Long Pine Road in the Everglades? I heard people riding ATVs had rocks thrown at them recently. Hmm. Uh, Tate, if you're in here, that might be interesting to know. Um, let's see who else. Oh, man. Okay. So Connor's busy. He's making two short films this weekend for 48 our film festival and then who knows they'll probably be they'll probably be winning festival awards guys we've been having a great a great uh time tonight just hanging out i'm glad you all are hanging out with with me uh we've got about seven minutes left here daniel's saying i absolutely love this thank you thank you good sir for hanging out appreciate you um yeah, having a great Thursday night. You know what the great the great news is, guys? For most of us, tomorrow's Friday, and then it's the weekend. And then we are, we are, uh, how many people are going out to look for Bigfoot this weekend? Let me know. Um, let me know in the chat if you've got a, a Bigfoot hunt or a Bigfoot expedition planned for this weekend. Uh, guys, we got five minutes left. I'm, uh, you know. We'll just kind of, we'll chat it out. But if anyone has a story, quick story, you can always call on in 515-809-0165. Mitzi says she has to work. You'll get, you'll get your time coming up. I, I hope eventually, Mitzi. Let's see. Through the den, I'm going to ghost hunting. Oh my goodness. So through the den, you had all the crazy Bigfoot encounters and then you won't go it. But 
now you're going ghost hunting, which is cool. That's that's good. Uh, just uh, be careful out there. You know, don't be afraid of any ghosts out there. Uh, let's see what we got. Oh, Brown Dwarf is going on a Bigfoot expedition right now. Angeles National Forest. Very cool. Very cool. You have to let us know if you have anything come up from that expedition. Uh, Through the Din has lots of ghost stories. Well, you know where to call if you're comfortable with sharing them. Uh, let's see. We got Hellbent Holler without stringing long duration recorders in the area where we caught that weird audio a few weeks ago. I love that. That is so cool. Awesome. Can't wait to hear on your channel the results of those recorders. <sighs> Make sure you drink water, guys. It's really good. Mitzi has a ghost dog story. Holy mackerel. Mitzi, you've got the craziest stories. There's a lot of good, great story uh, gatherers in here. Okay, let's see. Um, Tate is saying, hasn't personally heard of Bigfoot throwing rocks at people on ATVs down in Florida, but it has been reported in other places. Good to know, man. There you go. Alan's hanging out. This is an awesome show. Thank you, brother. Um, guys, we got about four minutes left. It's getting near the end. If anyone wants to do a quick call, uh, that is cool. You still got time to do it. 515-809-0165. Um, had it, there's a lot of interesting. Oh, hmm, interesting. Um, there's a lot of. Uh, I got some interesting names to pursue. I think I'm gonna set up an interview with uh, these two. One of these two guys, uh, Mike. If you're still watching from Long Island Bigfoot, I'll be in touch, man. Because uh, if you know guys that were really involved would see in some uh, crazy Long Island. Uh-oh. All right. Call from David Parker. If you're still watching from Long Island. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Hi, David. Hey, how's it going? Hi, David. This is uh, Jeremiah from Strange Stories. It's live and recorded for the podcast. How are you doing, sir? Pretty good. Uh, can I uh, can I ask you the to do the? Been really active now that it's deer season. Can you turn down the audio on your computer, David? Please, because I'm get I get some feedback a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Thank I shut you. it off. All right, thank you, sir. Go ahead. How's that? Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Bigfoot here been really active with it being deer season. They're all stirred up. You'll hear them where there'll be the the howl like a werewolf, and then about five coyotes go off. I hear that from about six different places. Oh. Then you hear the females all going off like, you know, kind of like, oh, like a hoot owl, and then it morphs, and then it'll sound, you know, like a crow, and crows, they don't make noise at night because owls will kill them. <laughs> True. Good point. And, <laughs> and then it goes into where it sounds like chimpanzee and some whoops. It sounds extremely primate. 
and I've, I've had, I've been dealing with them for over the past 10 years. I've even tried to hand feed them before. You try to I hand feed one, a Bigfoot? Yeah, an adult female. Really? Right in my yard. I, I had a witness watch from inside the house. Wow. I mean, I was, I was sweet talking her, you know, hey, sweetheart, come on, baby. You can do it. Because I wanted to get a good look at her because I'd done grocery shopping at night and they watched over my house while I was gone. Okay. And when I got back, uh, I, I'm getting out and all of a sudden you get this mega, oh, and kind of made me jump and yeah. he was there. So I, so I made a sandwich and, and I come out and I'd been exchanging calls for like 15 minutes. And then I was able to get within seven feet of her. An okay. adult female. How tall? You know, eight feet is what they run here, the adult female. Okay. And uh, what what region of the U.S. did you say this is in, David? I'm in right about dead center in the country, northern Missouri. Oh, really? So Lake of the Ozarks? Well, I, I'm pretty close to the Iowa border. Oh, okay. Northern sure. Missouri. Okay. And wow. uh, I'll tell you, they call them Momo here, but they're yeah. very important. Now, since I've moved where I'm at, I've had them swipe five deer from me. Really? Oh, yeah. If they can get to them first, I'll tell you why that deer's gone. Oh, no doubt. So uh, tell me about, so you were seeing this female Bigfoot in your yard. Did you Were you able to look into the face? Well, that's why I was trying to coax her out because she was... Do you know how the leaves are on a hickory tree? Okay. You know, they're kind of like a rubber, kind of like a rubber tree plant. Sure. And it's hard to get a good look. So I was trying to coax her out with the sandwich and I got about seven feet from her and then she retreated. Ah. But, but you know, I mean, on all fours, the female's still about five and a half feet tall. Wow. Now the males here... They all average about 12 feet. Really? And you're seven feet wide at the shoulders. Oh, and real shaggy. And they're very human looking in the face. They got a big round head. Kind of reminds you of an outlaw biker or something. Okay. You know, with the big beard and everything. And we got one that frequents our barn quite a bit. I don't care. He doesn't do nothing. He peeks in the windows at times. I've been where you know if the glass wasn't there i could have reached out and touched him and if you want a real funny story okay but I, i've got a, a little deck that comes off the door to the kitchen and there's a window there and then coming off the deck there's like you know those concrete stairs where there's four steps for the landing you got that well i had one of them Hard tooth rakes leaned up against it. <laughs> you know, with the short teeth like you see in the Tom and Jerry cartoon. Yeah. And, and I, I come out and I see it's flipped over. No. So I could just imagine this one I call Little Andy because he's come to me before and I've tossed candy to him and stuff. But I could just imagine he's coming up, he's sneaking up to the window, yeah. and he sidesteps his rake. And, it, and he got got, so he probably damn near jumped out of his skin. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I can imagine it too, David. 
Oh my well, goodness. It came at him from the side, I'm sure, you know. So there you are just trying to focus and everything. And all of a sudden, blam, you know, I'm, I'm sure it scared him half to death trying to be sneaky. Um, there's a Mark in the chat has a really good uh, question uh, for you. Do you remember anything about how they moved? Was it a uh, slow like an ape or uh, fast uh, like human? Or do you remember anything about the, how they moved, David? Oh, I've seen them many times over the years. I've even seen the big males run the deer herds. Oh, wow. Now, I only got to see it once, but there was three of them. Because first off, there was, I'd say, about 20 deer, and they were pretty much in a line, and, you know, like shoulder to shoulder, and they were hauling ass. And then about 100 yards behind them was 15 coyotes, and they were all pretty much in a line, and they were chasing the deer. And then behind them was three males running on all fours. And I'll tell you what, people just don't get how big they are. I mean, we're talking as big as a bison. An adult male, when he's on all fours, he's still seven and a half feet tall. Wow. I mean, you know, we ain't talking no babies. Yeah. Now, a Bigfoot male at the age of five will be six feet tall. Really? And then they grow about six inches a year after that until they reach maturity at age 17. Because I've been watching one. He's 11 feet tall now, and he used to be six feet tall. Some amazing data you have, David. You must be really, uh, really observing them pretty closely over the years. Shit, I've had him come in the house and rob stuff out of the kitchen. Yeah. Wow, that's you know, crazy. I, like canned fruit, and they used a big knife on the counter, a big chef knife, to open up the cans, and then they took the cans with them so as not to be noticed. Wow. But the only cans I found missing were, you, you know, the fat fruit cans that you get that are kind of like a Denny Moore's stew can? Sure. That's the ones they took. He took like three of them, and the kid's chef knife had a slight bend to it, and the very tip of his knife was rolled. And boy, was he ever giving me dirty looks because he thought I did it. Yeah. He used his knife to open the cans, but I didn't. I said, why would I do that? And you need a good chef knife. Look at it. And, and it was all I could do not to laugh in his face. But, you know, the, the very tip was rolled. And it had a bend to it, you know, like from prying open the lids. Well, David... Thank you for calling in. You, you get, yeah, I got some crazy adventures with those Bigfoot down in northern Missouri. And uh, thank you for sharing those stories, dude. But man, we are at the end of the night. Uh, it's okay, past ten well, o'clock. But thank you for calling in, man. Give me a call. Um, you got at it. Some point. I'll send you a message and messenger. Okay. Give you my number. Very good. All right. All right. Talk to you later, David. Bye. Well, that was that was cool. Thanks for hanging out, all. This has been Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. Uh, we had a, a fun, fun chat tonight. Uh, you probably want to go back and listen to this one again. Um, thanks all for being here. Let's do, let's do some call outs. Uh, Bit Squatch, good night, all. Thanks, Jay. 
Hellbent Holler, great show, Jeremiah. Gonna going back to listen to the Ray Call now. It is worth going back and listening to it. Uh, through the Den, awesome show. Thank you, Sharon. Great show. Uh, Hellbent Holler. I'll get in earlier next time. That's right. We'll see you at nine uh, nine p.m. Central Standard Time next time. Squatch Watch, awesome show, dude. Uh, make sure that guys. And it's crazy. We almost had thirty people. Tell all your friends about this. Uh, share in your groups um, and write down the number 515-809-0165 and make sure uh, that you keep the stories in mind and then call in uh, next time. You want to make sure that you're uh, subscribed to this channel, hit the subscribe and then uh, hit the bell so you don't miss any impromptu uh, story times. You don't miss any episodes. Uh, Patrick from Iowa. Brilliant show. My first, but not my last. Thank you for calling again. And Asher's, you're killing it. Jeremiah, thank you, friend. That means a lot. Uh, Squash Watch, that's a great show, dude. Well, I appreciate y'all being here. Uh, we will be oh, through the din. I am going to be looking forward to that. You better be calling in. Um, and let's end with this. Mark Marcel, Ape Canyon Mark Marcel says, if you see something, say something. I love it. Uh, I'll see you guys uh, next time, Sunday night, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Get those stories ready. I'll be talking to you later. Thank you for listening to Bigfoot Society. If you like the show, please review and rate it five stars on iTunes. Hit the share button and send this episode to all your friends on social media. Subscribe to Bigfoot Society wherever you listen to podcasts. It doesn't cost a thing. Pick up a Bigfoot Society shirt or enamel pin over on our Etsy page and people will tell you all about their Bigfoot sightings when you wear it. At least that's what people tell us. That's what happens. If you'd like to become an official member of Bigfoot Society with a membership card, a community of like-minded individuals, and extra content each month, then please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. Thanks for listening.